Is it visible? Yeah, I think yes. Uh, yes. We can yeah. all we can all see see the agenda. Yeah, honourable members, uh, this is uh, the agenda that we are going to move with uh, for today's meeting. Uh, which in the main will be consideration and, and adoption of uh, budget vote reports, uh, vote 23 and 26, respectively. And we will uh, then be uh, adopting outstanding minutes. With that being said, uh, I wish to open this meeting officially and welcome all of you uh, on behalf of... Uh, uh, the chair, who will uh, then take over from me in uh, in 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 five or so minutes. Uh, we'll then move to the second item, which is apologies. Uh, Brian, can you assist? Is there any apology that you have received? Uh, that is correct. Yes, uh, we have an apology from the uh, General Olomisa who's unable to attend due to other engagement. Uh, that is the only apology that we have for this meeting. Uh, Chairperson, I uh, want to submit the apology of Mr. Thomas Walters. Uh, he has indicated to me just now that he is still uh, tied up in, a, in another meeting. Okay, yeah, apologies uh, are noted. Uh, can we... Get the mover to grant uh, them those uh, apologies. I so move, Edin Chair Mafanya. Honorable Mafanya, seconda. I second. Okay. Thank you. There are two seconders, Honorable Mare and Honorable Hwase. We then move to the third item, which is the consideration and adoption of the budget uh, vote reports. Who's going to lead us on this uh, particular item? Uh, good afternoon, uh, member. It's Valazar I'll be going through the, um, through the DOD an on-score uh, report, and Peter will assist me in doing this report by, by going through the section on the Castle Control Board. Um, I just want to make sure that my screen is visible on your side. Yeah, I think on my side it's visible. Yes. I'm not sure. Yeah. Honorable members? Absolutely visible. It, it is for okay. everybody. Thank you. All right. Okay. Yeah. You can proceed, Willem. Uh, uh, Thank you, Chair. Um, so what we what we're going to do today is just go through the uh, draft report, um, and this report contains three sections. It's uh, on the the DOD, uh, the CCB, and Armscore. And after that, Peter will do a second presentation on the separate report uh, for the DMV. The reason why this is in in this uh, presentation is this all falls under vote 2023 20, uh, 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 for defense. So. Um, in the interest of saving time, I will also uh, just go very briefly or skip certain sections uh, that members might be very familiar with. Uh, so this report, uh, as I said, is, is, is structured to contain the three overviews. Firstly, um, 
we look at the mandate of the committee and how it, uh, the mandate of the committee in terms of the of the budget and the process that was followed for the committee to consider the budget. And then the report is uh, divided into two parts. The first part dealing with the Department of Defense and part B later on you'll see uh, is regarding the um, CCB and OMSCOR, which are the two entities. Uh, to scroll down, and members have received this report, so uh, especially in the first part of this report, I will, I will go very quickly through some, uh, some aspects. Uh, the mandate of the department, um, that's the constitutional mandate of the department, and the impact of COVID-19 pandemic uh, on DOD planning, um, and, and that was also contained in the minister's forward uh, in the APP that she submitted. Uh, the third part that members will be familiar with is the Committee 21, to, uh, the previous budget report, and the recommendations that the committee made in that regard. So we just included this to give a, a retrospective view of what the committee uh, decided. Uh, but that was contained in last year's um, uh, budget report. Uh, looking further uh, at the Department of Defense uh, annual performance plan for, for this year, uh, the, the APP itself was divided into four parts, and the, the next two sections just give an overview of the uh, of the um, four different parts of the of the APP. That the, it looked at the DoD mandate, strategic focus areas, um, measuring DoD performance, and then technical indicators and descriptions, which we don't include in this report. Um, members will be very familiar with the the following sections. Uh, specifically part A, looking at the DOD mandate policies and strategies. Um, so I'm not going to go into detail uh, with that. Suffice to say that it looks, it includes in the APP of the, of the department, it includes the five milestones under, um, under the Defense Review uh, 2015. Section B, the DOD strategic focus and situational analysis. Here we look at the vision mission of the DOD that members are also uh, familiar with um, and the updated 2021 situational analysis. And this is a standard uh, section in the APPs that looks at the external and internal environmental analysis for the department. This is what they present in their APP, but we feel that it's important to just repeat it here uh, to give context to this report as well. And in terms of the external focus areas, the department looked at the uh, political situation that the, the country finds itself in, the economic situation, uh, social, technological, legal, physical, or environmental aspects, and then the military. And perhaps just to, um, to stop here for a second, uh, the, the APP notes that South Africa will be required to maintain a credible defense capability and adopt a posture demonstrating resilience irrespective of the nature of potential conflict, thereby ensuring the following um, uh, functions, which is effective border safeguarding, uh, execution of international obligations, cooperation of the SAPs for law enforcement and order, support to other government departments, humanitarian and disaster relief operations, and contribution to national uh, cyber resilience. Uh, in terms of the internal environmental analysis, here the, the APP of the department looked at the deployment of the SANDF, uh, human resources, I mentioned, and we'll get to this in a bit, uh, a bit later in terms of the uh, compensation of employees, uh, the financial dimension, 
um, which will also look at the decreasing budget of the Defence Force logistics dimension and information technology dimension. Lastly, uh, the section that I include in APP looks at the um, uh, measuring the DOD performance. And here you can uh, measure the DOD's performance in the APP against broader government plans, specifically the National Development Plan, as well as the medium-term strategic framework where the Department of Defense contributes to a number of these uh, priority areas, specifically MTSF-6, social cohesion and safer communities, and MTSF-7, uh, a better Africa and a better world. Uh, the next slide also just contains some of the, the key strategic focus areas of the Minister of Defence, the Secretary for Defence, and the Chief of Defence Force. And this, this, this table tried to show how these uh, priorities of them interlink with, with one another. To get to the, to the, uh, to more, more to the aspect that we're looking at tonight, uh, in terms of financial year going ahead, first we look back. Uh, we look back at the previous financial year, an overview of the 2020-21 financial year, and this was just to, as an introduction to the report to say how did we get to the situation where we are now from the previous year, and what did expenditure look like? And the information here was extracted from um, the previous quarterly reports that the department has uh, submitted to Parliament. At the bottom here, you'll see that the, the uh, at the end of the third quarter, the key issues to look at here is um, the 24 billion rand spending on compensation of employ, employ, uh, employees, payment on capital assets, um, which is also slightly lower than projected, and goods and services also lower than projected. Uh, members may recall that this was a difficult year in terms of expenditure for the Defence Force, uh, mainly due to their planning being undermined by the COVID-19 pandemic. So this section was just to give you an update of, of where we were at the almost at the end of the previous financial year. And then um, the budget analysis, looking at how this the situation will go forward. What is in the annual performance plan of the Department of Defense for the year going forward? And the first section here provides an overview of the expenditure that is planned. And you will see that the budget for the Department of Defense it's 46.269 billion, which is significantly lower than the adjusted appropriation of 54 billion uh, for the previous year. So to summarize in this, the table included here, if you look at the reduction from the previous year where they received 54 billion, uh, going down by almost 8 billion rand this year, that is a significant decrease for the defense capability. If you then adjust this for in inflation, where we used CPI inflation, you see an 18% reduction in the allocation for the defense force. And that is a, quite a significant um, reduction. So with this reduced uh, allocation that the Department of Defense will get, what are the key cost drivers? What are the key um, aspects that they will spend funds on? And the big one here, um, as has been the case in recent years, is compensation of employees, which is a key cost driver. Um, compensation of employees uh, decreases from 30.9 billion rand to 29 billion rand. And members will recall during the presentation that uh, this was indicated 
this is the amount indicated from national treasury, but that the Department of Defense actually expects to spend in uh, roughly uh, 34 billion rand on compensation of employees. So there's going to be a significant shortfall in compensation of employees, and uh, there is a recommendation in this report in that regard. But this is of concern uh, that there's likely not enough funds for the compensation of employees. Another key cost driver um, uh, relates to contractors, which was interesting that if you look at the previous financial year compared to this financial year, uh, contractor spending increases from 2.1 billion to 3.1 billion roughly. So roughly an extra billion rand being spent on contractors in this year. And there wasn't real clarity on why, on what exact contractors that will be spent on. Um, and the other part of the, the other broad part to look at, uh, Chair and members, is the reduction in key economic classifications. So overall, there's been a reduction uh, of, uh, of nearly 8 uh, billion rand for the Department of Defense. So where do we see this reduction taking place? And this is in the, in the following sections, they showed significant reductions. If you look at fuel, oil and gas, this decreases from just over 1 billion to 780 million. If you look at food and food supplies, uh, this decreases from 1.4 billion to 1.1 billion. And that is, that is important because uh, this speaks to the conditions of service of the members of the Defense Force, uh, um, the food and food supplies that they receive. Departmental agencies and accounts, the main reduction here relates to the special defense account that was discussed last week, uh, which decreases from 5.2 billion to 1 billion. That is significant reduction. And then lastly, the high cost of administering the DOD. This was also discussed last week, but we included it here. Even though this cost decreases over the medium term, it's still a significant cost compared to other departments. Uh, for the coming year, the, the cost of the ministry is 125 million rand. And this doesn't compare well to other departments where, you, for example, I have police that has a 60 million rand spending or national treasury that only spends 4.4 million rand on its ministry. Um, you'll recall members that during the, during the meeting, the Minister of Defense did indicate that the reason for this high spending is due to a section of SAMS that is administered through uh, the, the, the ministry. And that probably add, that probably explains this uh, expenditure, but it may be of value to dig a bit deeper into this to get an actual breakdown of the, of the ministry's costs, cost because it is quite high. Um, the next section I will also not dwell on that deals with national treasury's feedback to the committee on previous recommendations. And in short, summarizing the four, <laughs> the four responses uh, to, to the BRRR recommendations. It simply said that there is no funding available for border security or exit mechanisms or and so forth. Uh, the following sections, Chair and members, um, the section 80 is quite long. That looks a bit more in-depth at each program. And I'll just I'll just scan through the various programs. Um, each program is broken down in two, firstly looking at the budget analysis and then looking at the planned performance for the year. Uh, in terms of the, the first program, that's the administration program, uh, we can look at the economic classifications. Um, here we, questions can be raised or were raised uh, about spending in advertising, 
that is said to increase from 38 to uh, 75 million rand. Travel and subsistence increases uh, and property payments increases. Now, in, in most um, programs, you would note an increase in travel and subsistence specifically. And the reason for this is that there was much less travel and subsistence in the previous year, uh, mainly due to COVID-19. And this then increases back to its normal levels in the coming year as things normalize in the uh, department. Overall, this, uh, this program stays relatively stable in its, uh, in its expen planned expenditure. You will see that it's got an increase of 69 million rand. And in real terms, if you adjust that for uh, inflation, that is only a 2% reduction, uh, which you will see in comparison to other uh, programs, that is a very small reduction. In terms of the performance planning, uh, this relates mostly to the submission of, of plans that the department will submit during the coming year. The number of reserve force days, which stays roughly the same as previous years, and the number of defense at the share offices that it wants to maintain at 44. Program two is an important program uh, looking at force deployment. Uh, in this program, important to note, you'll see contractors, the cost for contractors in this program increases from 247 to 276 million. But that Will increase in contract. Yes. If I, if I may, I, I just um, noted there in the first sentence, uh, you talk about a significant increase in uh, the, the first line. The first line. No, no. Right at the top. Right at the top. Right at the top. The allocation for the force employments increased significantly, and I think that's probably a decrease. Eh? Yes. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, I just saw that. Uh, thank no, you. No thank you, Mr. Maria. I'll, I'll keep that correction in there. Thank you for that. Um, yes, you are correct. Uh, that was a, a major decrease, and that's why it's important to look at this increase in contractors and measure that increase against the decrease in uh, in um, the overall allocation to Program 2. Uh, you'll see that this decreases by 25%, but again, it is uh, mostly related to the COVID-19 operations of last year, which won't take place in this year, and that's why you see a decrease in the allocation for uh, Sub-program five, which is support to the people, uh, where there's a major, uh, almost one billion rand decrease in allocation. In terms of uh, performance planning, uh, the force employment pro uh, program has set eleven targets, of which five are not elaborated on due to the information uh, being classified, and uh, the targets are generally in line with the previous years uh, that was set by the department. Um, Program three, landward uh, defense. This is the biggest program of the department. Uh, and this, if you look at the budget, you'll see that there is also a significant decrease um, of around 2 billion rand in this budget. And when adjusted for inflation, that is a 16% reduction. Uh, that is quite a big reduction for the biggest uh, program of the department of defense. In terms of performance, uh, only four performance targets are set for this program, and the targets related to the percentage of combat-ready uh, capabilities available to the SNF, as well as the target related to the joint force uh, employment requirements, and these remain classified. And then there's two other targets, uh, percentage compliance with the DOD training targets, which is at 80%, 
uh, and number of learning opportunities. Um, to move on, program for air defense, again, if we move to the budget, uh, the budget for air defense is also reduced by about one and a half billion. And as I mentioned during the previous presentation of significant concern here is the 60, when you adjust it for inflation, 61% reduction in the allocation to the air combat capability. And this speaks to the uh, the nuts and bolts of the military. The, 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 if you look at the air combat capability and the naval capabilities that we will get to, um, this is a, a quite a significant reduction. Um, similarly, in terms of their performance planning, this remains the same, although some of the targets are classified. Uh, also, if you look at the maritime defense uh, program, program five, uh, again, there's a reduction of 680 uh, million rand to their allocation. And the major loss here is in terms of the maritime combat capability that has, after inflation, a 30% reduction in its allocation. Um, so if you view these two programs together, you see major reductions in air combat and maritime combat capabilities. Uh, performance planning, previous, same as in the previous program, uh, some of them are uh, classified and the targets relate Well, Adam, you're gone now. Chairperson, is it only me or is Valerum gone? No, I think he's gone. Oh, I, I think, yeah, but he, he's uh, disconnected, uh, uh, Honorable Murray. Okay, I'm not sure you. whether uh, Peter can. Uh, is Peter in the meeting? I mean, yeah, yes. Daniel. Yes, sir. Yeah, can you? Can you? Take over, but he's back. I see he's back in the meeting. Uh, Madam? Chair, Chair, apologies, my uh, internet just disconnected for a second. Uh, can I carry on again? Yeah, yeah you can carry on. Uh, this technology is not reliable. You are, you are forgiven. <laughs> Thank you, Chair. Uh, is the screen visible on your side again? Yes. Yeah, no, no it, it, it's perfectly fine. Yes. Okay. To carry on and maybe uh, quickly run through the last three programs, this was the uh, overview that we provide of the military health services. And again, here, if you see the reduction in military health services of 770 million rand, significantly there is no allocation in this year for the military health maintenance sub-program. Um, in terms of the program six performance planning, only four targets is set for the uh, program of which three are considered classified. Only the target uh, related to training is not classified and that they set the target of 648 learning opportunities. Defense intelligence, the next program, defense intelligence also has a significant cut in its budget of 390 million rand, uh, which is on a very small budget already. Uh, they've got a one, previously had a 1.1 billion rand budget. 
and that decreases them. Uh, and the program most mostly affected is the um, operations sub-program, which we'll see as a 400 million rand uh, reduction. So it moves from 640 million to 234 million. Uh, in terms of the performance planning, they plan to conduct or complete 5,000 betting decisions in a year and release 448 uh, defense intelligence product, products. The last program uh, is general support and uh, this general support budget, if we move to the budget, also decreases significantly uh, by 1.4 billion rand. Um, and most significantly, there is no allocation for technology development uh, during this year. As you can see uh, there, no technology development allocation, whereas previously it received 460 million rand for technology development. And in terms of the performance planning for this program, uh, there's about six targets set here, um, and the targets are generally in line with the uh, with the previous years. So, given all this, uh, chair and, and members, given all this overview that we provided, the overview I went through it quite quickly because it is aligned with the previous presentations we did, and it is aligned with the information from National Treasury and in the APP. So, then based on this information you received and uh, more so based on the discussions that you had on the 5th of May uh, with the department. The following observations were made by members. We'll run through the observations quickly and then some recommendations that can flow from that uh, for your input. Um, firstly, members expressed the need for more thorough oversight of classified information and noted the need for the Minister of Defence to inform the Portfolio Committee of, uh, or the Joint Standing Committee of Defence in writing when questions cannot be answered due to security concerns. This will allow the relevant committee to apply for a closed meeting to conduct oversight of the relevant aspects. Um, and I think members will recall that discussion uh, on the way forward regarding classified information. Secondly, members expressed concern about the ongoing increase in the proportion of the defense budget allocated to compensation of employees. Uh, members will recall that this was a 60, it's at 63% uh, if we take into consideration what, what uh, National Treasury allocated for compensation of employees. Um, members then noted that this results, uh, this results in very limited funds remaining available for military operations and specifically for the acquisition of new and modern equipment to maintain a military force. Thirdly, the committee noted with concern the information presented by the DOD indicating a pro projected shortfall in the compensation of employees and questioned how this will be funded in the coming financial year. Um, the, the next one, the committee again expressed the need for funding of the midlife upgrades of the SA Navy's primary vessels. Next, the members noted the significant increase of nearly 1 billion rand in spending on contractors during the 21-22 financial year compared to the previous financial year. Uh, the committee questioned the high cost of the ministry in the department, but it noted the minister's indication that the medical support systems for principals, which was located under the military health services, has been shifted to the ministry program. Uh, members will recall that discussion with the minister. Uh, next, the committee again confirmed the need for border safeguarding in South Africa, especially given the current developments in Mozambique. 
the committee affirmed its concerns around the funding for Project Blue Faster and noted the minister's indication that an engagement with cabinet is scheduled regarding the now and which, uh, which may provide a direction on the future of the project. Uh, members expressed concern around the major reduction in funding for fuel uh, and the impact that this will have on flying hours and sea hours in the Air Force and the Navy respectively. I think uh, Ms. Beakers still had a discussion with the department in that regard. And lastly, uh, given the current fiscal constraints faced by the department, members expressed the need for discussions around the potential requirement for an alternative funding model to keep the SANDF afloat. Uh, and Chair, I think you uh, raised that point. So based on these observations uh, from members and these discussions that took place during that, that meeting, what are the uh, recommendations that can flow from this uh, for your input members? Firstly, uh, the Minister of Defence should indicate in writing to the Portfolio Committee or the Joint Standing Committee um, on Defence, whichever may be relevant, whenever a response to a written or verbal question cannot be divulged due to security reasons in order for the committees to plan, uh, schedule, close meetings to address such uh, issues. Secondly, uh, the DOD, and this, is, this, will, uh, this will assist the, the committee going forward in its oversight mandate. Uh, the DOD should provide the committee with a written plan before 30 June, 2021. Uh, this date members included to make it possible for the committee to use the information in the next term. So, sorry, just to start with that again, the DOD should provide the committee with a written plan before 30 June 2021 on how it will approach compensation of employees in the coming financial year, including the following, uh, the final allocation from National Treasury for compensation of employees, the projected shortfall on compensation of employees for the year, how the DOD plans to fund the shortfall in compensation of employees, including any envisaged shifts in or between programs and in terms of economic classifications, the projected shortfall in compensation of employees over the NTF, medium-term plans to bring compensation of employees expenditure in line with national treasury allocations, um, an update on plans to curb expenditure on compensation of employees related to the high number of supernumeraries, and efforts to curb compensation of employees related to lengthy suspension with full pay. Uh, these two last two points, uh, members, stem from previous engagements of the committee, um, but may be relevant if we request this information from, uh, from the department. Next, uh, the committee, under and this is the committee's undertaking uh, based on the observations, the committee undertakes to have further engagements with the DOD and National Treasury on the funding for border safeguarding efforts. Uh, that's an important one, perhaps, because National Treasury uh, rejected Parliament's uh, proposal in the BRRR for additional funds. Um, and next, the DOD should, on a quarterly basis, update the committee on its plans to refit the primary SA Navy vessels, those midlife upgrades. Um, next, the DOD should, before 30 June 2021, provide the committee with a detailed project-specific written breakdown on the projected spending on contractors for the year, um, as well as the reasons for the significant plan increase in spending compared to the previous year. Quarterly feedback on the expenditure should also be included in upcoming quarterly reports to the committee. 
Um, next, while the committee accepts that the inclusion of medical services for the principals in the ministry subprogram, it increases the expenditure and the DOD is urged to review whether any savings cannot be incurred in this program. In this regard, the DOD should provide the committee before 30 June 2021 with a written breakdown of the ministry spending in terms of sub-sub-programs as well as economic classifications. Um, a breakdown like this would assist the committee in really engaging and seeing how money is spent within the ministry, given that it is one of the most expensive ministries in the country. Um, next, the committee undertakes to schedule a follow-up meeting with DOD and Armscore on the outcome of the cabinet engagement uh, on the future of the NEL as it relates to Project Two Phase Three. This follow-up uh, will be correlated with the Joint Standing Committee of Defence. Uh, next, second last one, the committee urges the DOD to repurpose any possible savings to the operational aspects of the DOD specifically fuel and other operational needs that negatively, negatively affect the attaining of flying and sea hour targets. And lastly, the committee undertakes to continue discussions with the DOD and National Treasury on a potential requirement for an alternative funding model to keep the SAMF afloat. Um, Chair, I don't know if you want to go through that one first and take any recommendations or if you want to carry on with these entities as well. Yeah, I think uh, let's proceed with entities and then we will uh, have a discussion on uh, all of them. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Chair. Peter Daniels will take us through the next section. Um, I will scroll through it, Peter, so if you need me to move uh, faster, just let me know. Okay, uh, thank you, uh, Chair. Uh, members, um, here is, uh, from page uh, 25 to page 33 is basically the Castle Control Board. Um, and members would be aware um, that myself and Villialum has presented you know, our analysis of both the APP um, and the budget um, to the committee on the fourth. And then on the fifth, the council themselves also uh, made a presentation, you know, on their budget and APP uh, uh, to the committee. So, Chair, if you don't mind, I'm not going to go through through every part of it. Um, I'll just uh, uh, continue and, and skip through through certain of, of these sections. Um, there, Chair, on page 25, it's basically the introduction and just saying there, what are the objectives of the council. There are three listed there. Um, the second one there just relates to the challenge that they have because of COVID-19 pandemic, uh, because if there are no tourists, uh, no uh, venue hiring, it means there are no income. So a huge impact on, 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 the, on the castle. And then in the chairperson's uh, uh, forward, um, there is now um, the chairperson of the board, uh, Lieutenant General Mbuli. There he just uh, noted some strategic risks, and I think, some of these risks are very important to all of us because we know they are struggling. And the first one there is the going concern status, and that has also been noted by, by the AG. The next one relates to marketing and, and, and promotion. And obviously, um, they need to try and other means to, to, to advertise and market uh, the castle to try and, and, and get people to come to the castle. And another issue is the safety and security. Um, they've mentioned vandalism, and also uh, that they are trying to erect a perimeter fence. So those are the kinds of things we will follow up. Um, and then on the next page on top, 
one would note that the Creed Audit outcome, uh, because it has been said before, you know, it's a very small entity, it's a small budget, and we don't expect them to have a lot of qualifications with regards uh, to the audit. So there in paragraph four, um, there we just start talking about the annual performance plan for 2021-22. Um, next, we just relate to the uh, mandate. We talk about the strategic focus in 4.2, and then 4.2.1 is basically the situation analysis. And I think the most important thing there is in the second uh, uh, line there where they say, if there's no access to the cars, if there's no tourists, if there are no events, no following, no work, it means there's no income. And then with regards to the external environment analysis, they are just mentioning various other stakeholders that are also uh, involved with them. And then internal environmental analysis, there I think one of the main things is the going concern status and to get tourists and, and people to come and use the venue there at the castle. There on, page of, uh, on top of page 27, um, one of the challenges that they have is that other people are also, institutions are also using the castle um, and they would like to, to, to operate uh, uh, the, the castle, the whole precinct on their own. So there are challenges in that regard, um, but I think they are moving on that because they say they're going to speak to the board as well as the executive authority. So the next part, the 4.3, is just how they measure their performance. 4.31, measuring the outcome. Um, there is listers, the outcomes, the outcome indicators, the baseline and the five-year targets. And these are things Jay, that we've discussed over the last two years. Last year, we discussed the strategic uh, five-year plan, and we are aware of, of what are some of those targets and indicators that they've indicated. If you look at paragraph five, uh, there, Chair, there we just talk about the programs. Um, and with your indulgence, Chair, I'm not going to, to cover all of these in, in detail. There, firstly, is uh, program one, administration, the various targets they've set for themselves. Um, and then program two, maintenance and conservation. There are the various targets. Uh, program three is in maximizing the castle tourism potential. And then program four, there on page 29, is to increase the public access to, to, to the castle. Um, if we then look at the uh, page 30, uh, paragraph six is program resource considerations. And there we can see that they now actually uh, uh, have been allocated an amount of 9.4 uh, million uh, for this financial year. And we can see how that is broken up into the four programs, uh, around 8,450 for, for the first program, 606,000 uh, for, 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 for conservation management, 85,000 for tourism management, and then for public access, 243,000. Chair, there on the next part, we're just saying, you know, how these uh, 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 various programs actually increase or decrease. And there we note that the only program that actually increase uh, with their location is administration with around 11.61% uh, in the real terms. The other uh, programs also a decrease. Uh, and the biggest one there is tourism management with about 48.37% decrease and public access with around 35 93%. So the next one is basically just to indicate, um, you know, how did these changes actually from the previous financial this year, what were the, 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 the changes in percent allocation? And there we note a positive change for program one and all the other, other three uh, have basically a reduction in the program. If we look then further in program six, I mean, paragraph 6.1, it is there 
program one administration. And, and the main issue that we basically uh, point out there is that because, you know, as with, with many other institutions, you know, the cost COE compensation of employees uh, is normally quite high. Here we also see in this program is high and they, because they are employing around 18 people. The next one is just about conservation management. Um, you can see there's a slight decrease, you know, from, from the previous year, from 750,000 to around 660,000. The next one, 6.3, is program three tourism management. And there we can see it also decreased with around 73,000. Public access, there we can also note they have an occultation of about 243,000, and it actually decreased um, with, with 121,000. So one of the important things that we always uh, take the, the castle on uh, is with regards to revenue generation, um, because they have a revenue optimization plan and this was supposed to generate around 2.5, the increase, you know, over the years from 2018 with around 2.5 billion. Obviously, it didn't happen from 2019 because of COVID, but that is uh, one thing that we also want them to actually try and, and, and implement whenever they can and to get more feet into to, to, to Castle. The next thing with regards to revenue generation is that they are pondering to increase the fees uh, because the fees haven't been raised for a long time. Okay. Uh, paragraph eight is just the various um, risks that they have there. And there in the middle, we note, you know, uh, 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 the, the, one of the main risks is the inability to remain a going concern. And the next one is the decline in the financial uh, resources. And then also they have insufficient human resources capacity, which basically hampers their endeavors to fulfill their core mandate. And then, as I said earlier, you know, they want to be the sole uh, entity to control the whole precinct, and they have challenges in that regard. Something mentioned earlier also in the beginning is the security uh, in and around the, the, the castle. And then the, uh, the last one there is just with regards to a lack of adherence to a manual and policies and procedures to regulate. So the second last one. And then the last one is just compromising the image of the, the, the castle. You know, that's through malice and abuse of its spaces and amenities. And they have a risk mitigation there and basically saying that the executive director will actively engage with the stakeholders and the media. Okay, for the important part of, of, of this meeting is basically the uh, observations that members have made with regards to, to the castle. Um, there are three main ones that we've picked up. Uh, members are welcome to, to, to add. Um, firstly, uh, we commended the castle, I mean, the, the Department of Defense for the continued support of the CCP and for making available around 5.5 million to the entity by April 2021. And the board is encouraged to intensify its efforts to maximize its ability to generate income during the current pandemic, which is projected at around 2 million rand. The next one, Chair, is say the committee once again implored the council or the CCB to address the concerns of the Auditor General. And to this extent, the appointment of the two interns were welcome and was inquired for how long the interns will be employed. And it was indicated that the CCB will attempt to employ them both permanently because they are graduates with the relevant qualification. The third observation, given that they have around 19 uh, employees, depending on what the committee actually expressed its appreciation that they assist, assist uh, these uh, employees you know, and their extended family to sustain themselves during these uh, difficult times. Chair, there, paragraph nine, 
on page 33, it is just the recommendations related to the observations. And the first one is there that a committee recommends that the CCB should attempt not to rely on the DOD for funding during crisis, but it should also endeavor to maximize its revenue generation through its mandated activities, as well as innovative new means to generate income. And then the committee will monitor its efforts to generate its, uh, its own revenue. Secondly, the CCB should submit a short midterm, mid-year report to the committee on income generation as well as expenses to enable the committee to track efforts by the council to generate alternative revenue. The next one, the committee noted the appointment of the two interns to assist with addressing the audit queries, but stressed that given the size of the entity's budget and the personnel available, that it expect an improvement in this regard. One, the committee should explain to the this council should explain to the committee how it will make provision for the two interns and especially how it plans to retain them because they are graduates and the entity has lost three managers and two other staff members recently. The last one, the committee noted the invitation extended to the committee to hold uh, a meeting at the castle in order to expose members to the rich history of the Castle of Budo. And the committee then said, we will explore options in this regard. Thank you, Chair. That is my uh, input uh, with regards to the Castle Control Board. Uh, Chair, I'll go on with the report. The last section uh, of the report deals with arm score. So we went through the DOD Castle Control Board, and the last section of this uh, of this report deals with uh, arm score. And again, um, I will not go in detail through this, the start of this uh, report, but here we look at the mandate of arm score, which is to supply the SNF in in, in terms of uh, defense material and objective of arm score. Uh, as per the OMSCOR Act. The strategic uh, focus areas, and here we included some notes from the introductory statement of the, of the board chairperson um, how, and how uh, OMSCOR is affected by the reduction specifically of the special defense account. Uh, we also included the OMSCOR's view on the environmental scan, uh, where they looked at their external environment and inter internal environment, similar to uh, to the Department of Defense in their annual report. Um, and specifically here, just to point out in their external environmental analysis, in terms of the military, they know that the military will have to prepare for deployment for a deployment environment where the distinction between military and other containment measures become increasingly blurred. Of particular importance will be the SNF's role in border safeguarding, as well as the need for technological means of securing the country's borders. Um, and if you see that, uh, focus, it is of concern that there is no allocation, for example, this year in the Department of Defense's budget for uh, technology uh, in one of the sub-programs, uh, technology development, and also the reduction in the special defense income. In terms of internal environment from OMSCOR side, uh, the factors that they identified um, includes the economic recession, uh, defense budget, budget allocation, which is uh, decreasing corporate governance, accountability, national cost-containing measures, and service delivery improvement. Uh, we also included arms scores just to show their correlation with other government plans. We uh, included arms scores contribution, both in terms of the national development plan and also in terms of the uh, MTSF. 
Then in terms of the budget analysis, uh, we started by providing an overview of the uh, income and expenditure for the, for the coming year. Um, just to point out some of the key issues, uh, perhaps skipping to 3.2, uh, answering the question, how is Omscore funded? Um, it is mainly funded through a, transfer, a, a government transfer, which is uh, 1.2 billion rand for the year. Uh, it also uh, generates sales, which is uh, expected to be around 209 million rand uh, for the year. Um, other sources of income around 65 million rand and then recoveries at 23 uh, million rand. And back to the previous uh, section of 3.1, the main cost drivers for OnScore, uh, it is mostly, it's very personnel heavy in its mandate. So the direct personnel costs are, is 1.127 uh, billion. And this is slightly lower than the previous year. Um, um, external service costs of 102 million rand, water and electricity, 46 million rand, uh, S&T for 38 million rand, and indirect personnel costs, um, such as retirement funds and so forth, it's 32.6 million rand. Uh, some additional financial indicators were also uh, indicated here that the four divisions of, of Armscore, or the three divisions, uh, Armscore Corporate, you're looking at a, um, they're planning to achieve a surplus of 47 million rand during the year. Uh, the research and development, that division of Armscore is looking at a loss of 45 million rand during the upcoming year while the Armscore Dockyard is looking at a surplus of 400,000 rand. Um, so in total, if you take those three divisions together, Armscore as a group is looking at a surplus of 3.1 million rand expected for the coming year. Uh, on the next page, we just provided a quick breakdown of some of the key expenses that they will, uh, key additional expenses they will focus on here. Um, aspects such as office equipment, computer equipment, office furniture, uh, computer software, which is quite a, a significant uh, expense, um, and buildings and infrastructure. Uh, these are just some of the aspects that they will spend money on in the coming year. Um, also, we included this, this table uh, to show in correlation with the previous year. This is the information. This, it's, it's a different perspective on the budget, but this is provided by National Treasury, uh, and it's provide, it's, it breaks down the um, the budget of OMSCORE or the, the planned expenditure of OMSCORE uh, according to specific uh, sub-programs. And here you will see the biggest decrease is in terms of logistics support, uh, where they expect to spend 150 million rand during the year instead of uh, 200 million rand in the previous year. Uh, other aspects that, uh, that was focused on uh, or that is prominent in the uh, corporate plan of Omscore is the sweeping of assets. Um, Omscore plan to sweep assets as a means of raising funds. And previously, they indicated that there are four properties that they wish to sweat um, uh, in and around Pretoria and in the Northern Cape. Um, but there wasn't specific further information on how they plan to do this. In terms of personnel, uh, the personnel. Um, Total personnel of Omscore is expected to decrease slightly from around 1,600 to uh, 1,500 uh, in, in this year. And perhaps there's further information required as a recommendation in this regard as well about how this will be uh, managed. 
Um, selected performance indicators. Here, uh, Chair and members, we just included a list of the performance indicators uh, for ARM score during the year. And interestingly enough, most of the uh, performance indicators remain roughly the same as in the, in the previous years. And this is something that the committee perhaps in future could look at whether some of these targets don't need adjustment. Uh, in terms of strategic output, section 6.2, uh, these costs were already touched on, but uh, it is the um, the targets in terms of uh, of strategic outcomes for, for the year. And here we already looked at revenue generation, cost management, an efficient and effective uh, that should be delivery um, system, uh, stakeholder management, uh, and certain targets that were set in, in that regard as well. And as Peter said, getting to the important part for this meeting where members uh, um, should make an input. Uh, the committee observations that we picked up during the engagement with Armscore. Uh, firstly, members expressed significant concern around the decline of the NAL and the way in which this affects not only the SNF but also Armscore. The committee was informed that there uh, are ongoing engagements between Armscore and the NAL to assist the entity. Uh, next, the committee noted with concern the delays in the finalization of Armscore audit of the NAL's intellectual property. The committee was informed that while significant progress has been made in the audit, delays are due to the fact that some personnel, the, uh, personnel at the NAL are not present at work due to financial difficulties faced by the entity. Third, uh, members expressed concern around the stake of Silver, silver Mine Naval Base and the impact this has on the SNDS radar capability. The committee was informed that Armscore has a very capable radar division and assists the DOD in this regard, despite budget constraints. The radar capability has improved its service delivery to be more cost-effective by making use of internal engineering capabilities and what Armscore called smart buying. Uh, next, the committee welcomed the fact that despite delays, Armscore is making progress in obtaining business from other government departments including the SA Police Service. Uh, the committee expressed concern around the delays in the midline upgrades of the SA Navy's primary vessels and the potential financial impact this can have on the Armscore dockyard. Uh, next, the committee expressed reservation about the fact that the DOD uh, still owed funds to AB Logistics for travel arrangements. However, the committee also welcomed the uh, adjustment of the business model that allows for the DOD to make an advanced payment to logistics against which the division can draw funds. Uh, second last, members reflected on previous concerns around the payment of bonuses and increases on, uh, at Omscore in previous years and the financial implication uh, thereof. And lastly, members questioned the lack of outreach and social responsibility activities in the Western Cape during, uh, during the coming year. However, the committee was informed that budgetary constraints affect such activities uh, and that there were several activities in the Western Cape in recent years. And flowing from these observations, uh, Chair and members, um, the following recommendations are proposed to which members are welcome to add or take away. Firstly, the committee undertakes the right to the Minister of Public Enterprises to urgently assist Armscore to finalize the audit of intellectual property at the NEL. The committee will further request Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Public Enterprises 
to provide oversight of the matter in addition to the oversight provided by, by this committee. Um, this recommendation, members, uh, um, is there's, there's quite an urgency around this matter of the intellectual property at the now because it risks that this pro intellectual property lands in the hands of other developers which may be outside South Africa. Second, the committee undertakes to schedule a follow-up meeting with the DRD and OMSCOR on the outcome of the cabinet engagement and the future of the NEL. Feedback will also be requested on the engagements between OMSCOR and NEL. This follow-up will be correlated with the Joint Standing Committee of Defense. Third, the committee urges OMSCOR to continue to provide quality and cost-effective support to the SMEF in the maintenance and development of its radar system. The next one on the next page, uh, the committee welcomes the fact that Armscore is finding ways of generating additional revenue, including through the provision of work for other government departments. Armscore should provide the committee with a written 2021-22 uh, mid-year report on its efforts to generate additional revenue and specifically the projected revenue per government department. Uh, the report should also clarify Armscore's efforts to sweep assets as a means of revenue generation. Uh, members, normally there's no such mid-year report, but by requesting this, it will allow the committee to just keep an eye on, on whether the sweating of assets and generating of funds uh, at uh, Armscore is paying dividends. Um, the next one, the committee urges Armscore and the DOD to finalize the consolidation of accounts as it relates to outstanding payments from the DOD to AB Logistics. The third last one, the committee urges OMSCOR to specifically, or to, uh, sorry, the committee urges OMSCOR and specifically the OMSCOR board to make responsible decisions around bonuses and increases given the current financial constraints under which OMSCOR functions. Second last, OMSCOR should provide the committee with a media report on the uptake of severance packages by its personnel, including the envisaged savings emanating from this the qualifications of personnel lost and succession planning put in place to ensure the critical skills are not lost. Uh, this recommendation is based on an observation by the uh, CEO of Armscore that they uh, have put forth severance uh, options of severance pa packages. Um, and this will allow the committee to see if this results in savings, but also to monitor that this, that this, this won't uh, result in uh, uh, significant skills losses at Armscore. And lastly, um, cognizant of the financial constraints, Armscore is urged to continue with outreach and social responsibility initiatives as far as possible, especially in areas where Armscore has facilities. Um, Chair, that finishes, that, uh, that's the end of the, this lengthy report dealing with the DOD, the CCB and Armscore. Um, and I'll hand over to you if there's any input from yourself or the members, uh, we can uh, facilitate those changes. Uh, colleagues, no, thank you very much. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to uh, Honorable Mutla, are you still on the platform? Uh, 
It doesn't look like uh, he's still on the platform. Colleagues, thank you very much. Uh, I, I wish to thank him for holding the fault uh, whilst I was still um, uh, was running late. Uh, colleagues, the, the presentations are now uh, on the table for discussion. Um, all right, let's let's go right up to DOD. Let me just, in the meantime, I'm looking on the board to see who has, who's, has raised the hand. I'll start with you, Mr. Murray. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you uh, to the presentations. Uh, again, of incredibly high standard, and uh, one cannot else but uh, to to really submit sincere appreciation for, for great work done by our staff. My first question, uh, maybe it's, a, it's just a, 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 a semantic one, but on page 20, I just wanted to know that second um, sentence on page 20, um, uh, under 8.8.1, is that is that a, a correct at program level or a program level? At at I, I suppose is correct, eh? I just wanted to make sure about that. So it specifically refers to uh, uh, um, technology development at the program level. So Adam, if I'm correct, then that at is correct. <laughs> then at uh, page twenty three. At page twenty-three, I just wanted to uh, ask. I just yeah, wanted to ask. You communicate, man. I'm being held up. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Moody. Uh, uh, Tabo. Let's watch who's cheering now, sir. Tabo. Thank you. Please. No, no, no. I'm muted. Sorry, chair. Sure, no problem. Uh, chairperson, on the last point. On page 23, I just wanted to ask, I mean, the, the point is correct, but I, I, you will recall that we became aware of the concerns in the, in the SAD and the F on the uh, Danels as OEM support to the Rayford Oryx, the C-130, the Grippens, and the Samos, whether we can include that in that uh, follow-up meeting uh, of Armscore and Danel, which deals with with Armscore uh, uh, and DOD that deals with um, with a consideration of cabinet by Danelle's future, um, that is that is quite relevant and it, it deals with Danelle's responsibility and it affects both Armscore and specific, specifically the SNDF. So that's just a request from mine, or whether we can consider that. And then uh, on page thirty nine. Uh, let me just quickly get to page 39. On page 39, I just wanted to check with Wilhelm on that personnel information. That uh, On that first sentence, it refers to 1,379, 
but in the column below, it is 1,498. Is, is, uh, where, where, where is that in that first sentence? The total strength is reflected in the table below and comes to 1,397, which is lower than the projected 1,599. Uh, thank you, Mr. Murray. I, um, I will maybe take out the reference in the beginning. The, the table, as it's reflected there, is from the Omscore corporate plan, and the initial figure I provided up here is provided from National Treasury. And I, I did, we did have a section in here that clarity should be sought on the difference between personnel figures from Omscore and National Treasury. So I, I think what we should do, uh, my suggestion to yourself and other members for, for the purpose of this uh, report, perhaps I should remove the national treasury figures and rather use just uh, OMSCOR's uh, corporate plan figures. No, or just a, a, a qualification that there's not confusion in terms of what are we referring to. That's that, because that first sentence referred to the, to the table below. Uh, so that, that's where maybe my confusion came in. Um, that, that there's no correlation of that. All right, I'll just... Then, Chairperson, on page 43, um, in that recommendations, um, I, the first one I want to ask is, is on AB Logistics. I think in the meeting, we indicated that maybe we need a report on AB Logistics activities and operations. Um, whilst I see that, you know, we're basically only taking note of what they are doing and, and requesting them to make payments to the, to the, to the DO or to AB Logistics. So, so a, a, a question of mine is just um, whether we can um, request them to submit a report on the operations and activities. And then the last one that I want to make a, uh, you know, a, a, a question on is the Committee urges Arms Corps and specifically the Arms Corps Board on, on decisions, bonuses, and increases. You will recall last year they have confirmed that all, uh, although you know they played like words with semantic words, they have indicated that this year there will be no increases in bonuses. So maybe just a, a report from them whether bonuses and increases will be paid given what they have. And, and I'm thinking, well, Adam, last year's ones will be somewhere in a report uh, from them. So, uh, so they should they should just maybe report on that. Chairperson, otherwise, outstanding reports, outstanding uh, observations, and I think the way that the staff has put this together so outstanding. Thank you very much. That's all the, from my side. Uh, and I mean, you know, if depending on on others other committee members you have my uh, proposal for acceptance of these reports thank you thank you very much um, <clears throat> thank you very much uh, mr mare um, yeah i'm, I'm seconding chain advance oh. <laughs> <laughs> i took over when you disappeared that's the way, that's the way that we yeah, operate. Yeah, yeah no, no, Chair, I, I, I got cut off and I've sent you a message to oh, say Oh, I think that I must take off. Yeah, yes. Thank you so much, Put. All right. All right. So so I hear you, Chabo, uh, but let me just do um, the, these observations. Uh, are we, I don't know what is your, um, 
instruction uh, from the research uh, side of things, are, are we not going to be criticized uh, for comparing a budget to adjusted budget and not budget to budget? Uh, because we're not comparing uh, the same thing. Um, you, you, this budget that we're passing will also be adjusted, uh, whichever way, down or up. Uh, that is around uh, October, November. For example, you know, when you record that uh, the, the budget was 54, is now down to um, um, said down to 46, uh, 40, 47. 40, 40, 46 yes yeah 46 uh, billion uh, the 54 was uh, was and then you are reflecting um, you know that it's it's the budget is lower is 7.9 um, lower than the, the the previous budget uh, you know, but in in reality, uh, if you are to if you are comparing a budget to budget, uh, the budget would be about I think four billion rand lower, if I'm not mistaken. And all the uh, sub programs that are, are are reflecting significant uh, decreases. Yes, they will still be recording uh, decreases, but they will not be as significant. Uh, as they appear on 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 on, on the table, and uh, they look significant when you are comparing the budget uh, to adjusted uh, budget. So in that way, you it doesn't give us uh, the the it distorts the picture a bit, unless you had the two figures. And uh, that uh, when you compare budget to budget, it gives you this. But if you compare adjusted, uh, you know, uh, the current budget to adjusted, then this is the outcome. Yeah, but it, take, can I make a suggestion in that regard with your indulgence? Yeah. Why don't, but Adam, just add another column uh, where he reflects on the budget, um, those that to start with the green and then the columns, um, can we not put in, you know, the first column, original 2020-21 budget, and then that one is the adjusted budget? So at least then you've got the original budget, the adjusted budget, uh, and this year's budget uh, that you have got the, um, I don't know, uh, maybe that will give us a more uh, context of, of, of what is, what is uh, discussed there. Yes, I, 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 I think so. What, what, what is your take, uh, Willem? And um, so, so that at least we reflect that as well um, to mitigate uh, against any criticisms, criticism that may come our, our way. Yeah, I think that's a, a good suggestion. Um, and you're correct. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the decreases, the, the, the adjustment mid-year last year was a lot due to, to covid and the response of the defense force. So um, I did indicate in some cases that the decreases uh, or increases would see a return to normal spending levels almost. But I think it's a relevant uh, uh, proposal from Mr. Murray. I will include those uh, 
those columns there in each uh, in every program and sub-program. And then I think I will also just add a little sentence somewhere in the beginning to qualify uh, the data and how the data is, is, is used. Thank you very much. And then the next, and then the next point um, relates to the the, the ministerial uh, budget, and um, uh, that you, you have correctly captured it. That um, it 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 shows a significant uh, increase. Um, you see, and that we would need a, a report by. Uh, June, uh, giving us a breakdown on how this budget uh, will be spent. You see, the, the problem is that, and there, the, you see, this 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 budget, the way um, I understood um, uh, the you know uh, the presentation by the minister was that it is it is uh, what you call this is uh, is demand driven. So you spend as, you know, the expenditure is demand driven. So you would not have the information uh, or, you know, ahead of the, of it being spent. Uh, so the information we get on by the 30th of June, it will tell us absolutely nothing, you know? And um, even if, if they try to give us some information as to how it will be spent, in my view, uh, that will be a, a, a sheer thumbs up. Um, and unless we make a note that uh, the committee will uh, monitor the expenditure on against this uh, sub-program. And... Uh, um on that point i think you know the things that you've mentioned is very valid however even in, even when they when someone is planning to spend uh, there must be some explanation um for the significant increase in in the in the expenditure from 97.2 to 125.5 um, and, and, you know, maybe when they do uh, explain that in terms of a, a feedback report and breaking that down, that it makes sense. Um, at the moment, it seems like it is one of the highest um, ministries with the highest cost. Um, but when they do planning, and I, and I accept for the fact that some of this is demand-driven, however, um, they, they, they provide for an increase. And, and I think there must just be an explanation on what is driving the provision for the increase. That one just understand that from a, from no, a financial perspective. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. How it was explained, uh, Mr. Mare, is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a function shift. It's not that uh, the money was, uh, is, is an increase as, as, we, are, as it, we, in, we initially thought it was. They moved the function. Maybe what we should ask, uh, is a breakdown of the, of the function that was uh, moved from Correct. where it was uh, to the yeah. minister. Yeah, I think that's part of it. That's certainly part of it. Uh, as part of the explanation is that movement and that shift. Um, yes. that, okay, that might explain everything. It might explain 
a little bit of that. No, 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 we, no, no, we won't monitor it. We won't monitor it. Yeah. I don't yeah. want us to ask for information that uh, is, is not readily available. It's all you'll get is just the historical, uh, the historic uh, expenditure, how they have been, uh, they, they increase it. It's, it's, it's usually on an item like this, they put a baseline and then they move the money up or down against the baseline because it's demand driven. So you will not get what it would be spent on until it has been spent. Uh, you know that's 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 my information. But find a way of uh, couching that, so so that um, we see and we are able to we see what the money will be spent on, and we are able to monitor it. Chair, would it be sufficient in the way I changed it there in red, uh, so that we include the word planned spending for the upcoming year, but also as you noted, the report should also include a breakdown of the function shift from the SAMs to the ministry, and that will provide historic context. No, no, it's fine. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I'm happy with that. And okay. then let, let's go to the last point. Um, it's on the entities, AMSCO. You see, with, with AMSCO, you know, my, my great difficulty is that, um, you know, is the cost effectiveness of the entity, uh, given the dwindling uh, acquisition budget. And, uh, you know, in the past, they would have a rent. They will use a, you'll see what a rent was being, I mean, what, what a rent was achieving. For example, if let me, I'm just making this uh, example. If the acquisition budget that it was 10 billion rand, and uh, their budget is one billion rand, you can see the ratio is one is to ten. In other words, they are using uh, one rand to spend ten rand. Now, when there is no budget uh, acquisition budget, or is reduced to two billion rand. Right, I said in the initially it's one billion rand, and uh, to spend ten billion rand is one is to ten, but now if it is um, uh, it's reduced to two billion rand, then you have one billion rand to spend uh, two rand. Then it talks to the cost effectiveness uh, of the entity. Absolutely, you know, and uh, I think is it possible to have. Uh, uh, this over three years, um, you know, uh, what was just to get a, a sense what the acquisition budget has been over the last three years uh, versus what uh, was allocated to them. So that we see by the, the rate at which this ratio uh, has been declining over the last three years. And, and then, sir, if that can be um, extrapolated over, over the medium term, because then we can also yes, see... Yes, yes, yes. And then, exactly, exactly. I, I yeah. like the way you are putting it. So that um, going forward, we see whether the situation improves or yeah. not. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right? um, otherwise, um, we'll have an entity that exists for, for to, exactly. to, to pay salaries. Exactly. Only. You know? And then the last point uh, for me 
it's a, you know, on the recommendation uh, where we ask uh, DOD um, right to the minister to final, to finalize uh, something around the audit. Uh, what is that? Uh, of uh, IPs. Yeah. Yeah. I want us to write to the board so that uh, we're very firm on this one. Uh, I know the minister is the is at the apex, but um, yeah. uh, let's let's deal with the board so that um, we we get the board to to to, to account. Sorry, chair. Uh, uh, just to the board or to the minister and the board? Let, let's do it to the board. I, I don't know. And the board now must uh, is an accounting. Remember, the board is an accounting authority. Yes. Is it is it is this Denel or Amsco board? What are we asking? Uh, the, the problem, Chair, is the way I understood it was with the NEL. Uh, the OMSCOR is very intent on finalizing this audit, but the problem is that the NEL itself. So uh, the way it's structured here is to get the NEL to get their house in order to assist OMSCOR, basically. Chairperson, okay, you, will, you will recall where, where well, Adam mentioned the observations where um, uh, OMSCOR has reported that they are finding it difficult because staff is not at the NEL due to the financial constraints and the inabilities to pay salaries. Um, that there are no mm -hmm. NEL staff to assist them to do the proper IP audit. So, so obviously, you know, we're working with Arms Corps, but the NELs board will have to take responsibility and make sure that Arms Corps can get access. Okay. Okay, so we are actually putting this on the door of uh, of of the of the board of Denel, eh? on the doorsteps of uh, Denel board. Yes, chair. I think that. Are, are you fine with that? All right. So we we'll write to we we'll write to the board uh, and ask them to intervene. Yes, sir. Just keep in mind the uh, the the shareholder of the Nell board, and that is. Uh, um, Department of Public Enterprises yeah. on behalf of government. Yes, but in this case, let's let's address it to the board. It's only when okay. yeah. we hit uh, the wall that we will write to yeah. the shareholder. I support right. that. Support that. All right, colleagues. I, I think um, with all these amendments, uh, can let me just check who else uh, wanted to have a say. Um, uh, Mr. Mare has moved, and uh, Mutle supported. Um, any objection? Going, Thank going, gone. Thank you very much for a wonderful job. Uh, I share the words uh, uh, of uh, comment. Others, um, the no man. I'm looking for uh, the right word. Um, I share the sentiments expressed by Mr. Mare on uh, the quality of. Uh, the work you 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 two placed on the table. Thank you very much. Now let's quickly go to what uh, uh, DMV. Is it DMV that is coming up now? Uh, okay. Yes, Jay. Thank you. Um, can you see the presentation, Jay? Yes, I can see it. Um, Jay, uh, uh, members, I'm going to do a vote uh, twenty-six uh, DMV. And as members would be aware, we presented it to the committee on the foot. And, and yesterday, the DMV themselves presented their 
APP as well as the budget. So, Chair, with your permission, I'm not going to cover each and every de uh, uh, sec section. I'll just go briefly through them and then try to focus on the observations and uh, the recommendation. Chair, um, there basically just the mandate of the committee in 1.1, 1.2, just the process did be followed. Um, and two, there's just the forward of the minister. She made a few remarks that I think is important. Firstly, the impact of, of COVID on, on especially the military veterans and the need then to expedite, you know, their health care. The next one is about intergovernmental relations, uh, basically because the department is not the final deliverer of, of the benefits. They need other departments uh, and then also the provincial governments and municipalities to assist them. The next one is something um, that's going to be very important for the DMV this year is the presidential uh, task team on military veterans. And there we're just saying there um, that the minister has stressed the implementation of these issues uh, will be one of the important activities for this financial year. Another issue she mentioned was the vacancies uh, concerned about the uh, uh, appointment of the director general. It needs to be finalized as well as to two vacant uh, DDG post. So then next, we just be briefly cover there the mandate of the department, um, the main objective, and then we start talking about the contribution to the NDP, the M, uh, medium term strategic framework, as well as the executive authorities priorities. So there, Chair, on the next page, just there in the middle column, there we relate um, all the various uh, uh, issues that they are actually delivering uh, with regards to the NDP uh, 2020, 2030, and then on the right-hand side is just then the translation into five-year programs, and then on the left-hand side is the executive authorities priorities. So, um, and then in paragraph four, there we just list the committee budget report of, of, of last year, um, and there's about 17 of them, um, and members are quite uh, aware of those. Um, and then next, in paragraph five, we start talking about the annual performance plan. Um, secondly, 5.1, the mandate, the various acts um, relevant uh, to the department. 5.2, the strategic focus. 5.21, the situation analysis. And then it's the external environment. And there on top of page, this, page five, I think, um, there we're just talking about the various challenges um, that they are experiencing. And this is something that will come out later as well. And the first one is deficiency of the legislative, regulatory, and policy regime. The deviation from coordination and facilitation in line with the service delivery model. As services are not decentralized, the budget cut, the organizational structure, dependencies on other functional departments in service delivery, and then the impact of COVID-19. The next, we're just talking there about the internal environment and some of the challenges they're having there with COVID. 5.3 is just how they plan to, to measure their performance. 5.31 is the institutional performance information. And something very important is 5.3.2 is the key risk mitigations. Um, Chair, there you can see at the bottom of page six, basically uh, the various uh, risks that they have, um, around six of them. And all of them later on, will, members will note, they are basically then captured in, in, in the observations as well as in the recommendations. Um, next year, paragraph six is just the programs. And there we list uh, in 6.1, the programs and sub-programs and overview in 6.1.1. Just saying there that currently the budget allocated to the department is about 
654.4 million rand. Um, it will increase to 663. The next financial year after that, uh, it will increase. I think it will basically remain the same with, uh, with the exclusion of that 400,000 rand day. I'm sure next, um, just to indicate briefly how the budget <coughs> is actually split up between the three main programs, and they will note that the program two, which is the main service delivery program, um, it take, and, and is basically responsible you see, for you, you, uh, Peter, sir? You, you'll also need to do the same. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, to have a an column. Extra column. Yes, an extra column. Because now it looks as though they received a hefty uh, increase. When in actual fact, uh, they had to take a cut uh, during adjustment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I made mention of that, Chair, um, <clears throat> where we note that they about 137 million again, it was taken from the budget. But Chair, uh, I will do similar as Valyalum include uh, another column just to indicate how the budget, you know, from the allocated budget last year. In other words, in other words you say budget. original budget, adjusted budget. Yes. And then you go, when you deal with 20, 2021, you simply say original budget. Original budget. Yeah. So that you, so that it's clear when we make a comparison that is the original budget to original budget. Thank you, Chair. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and then in the next column there, we're basically just saying, you know, how the various programs have either uh, achieved an increase or decrease. Uh, and that is in the real uh, percent in the last column. There we note that the program two around 55.35%, uh, the percentage change. Um, also uh, program three about 28% and a decrease in program one. There, Chair, um, as with the other two problems that follow, um, we'll just firstly list the various targets as was explained last night. And then we'll look at the budgetary allocation. Um, what uh, 6.1.3 as program two, the social economic support, its purpose, purpose and performance targets. Uh, there's the budget allocation. 6.14 is just program three, empowerment stakeholder. First, the performance targets, and then the budget allocation. And then, Chair, um, one of the issues that we are all concerned about is the human resources within the department. And I think that table speaks for itself, Chair. Um, there we can see. Um, in 2021, they had about 144 permanent employees. That is down to around 128. Contract workers increased or decreased by two, and the vacancies, uh, there's a huge uh, uh, increase from uh, uh, around uh, from, from 26 to 43, around 17 more vacancies. Uh, and we also make an observation around that. Incidents also decreased uh, from 28 to 14, and then we can see there in the last column just how the totals look. Okay, for an important part um, for this meeting is the observations that a committee has made. So the first one, Chair, is with regards to the presidential uh, task team on military veterans. Um, and one of the questions that was asked, whether this intervention is basically a carryover of the DMV's incompetence, um, because it seems as if they're going to replicate you know, the work of the DMV. And it says that although the response was that the intervention by the presidency was due to complaints from individual military veterans and military veterans associations, this does not absolve the department of its responsibilities, and the minister still has to account for the department. So that is the first observation there on page 11. The second observation 
it was observed that different responses regarding the existence, functionality, and staffing of provincial offices have been presented to the committee recently. While the part was instructed to, to submit a list with information on provincial offices by noon the next day, that is today, clarity was still sought on the location and functionality of all provincial offices. This also relates to the office in the Western Cape, given that there was an awareness of the DMV office in Cape Town. Members would be aware that Brian has distributed uh, the list or the responses actually of, of the provincial offices that did this, uh, distributed to us all via email earlier. And then three, it was noted that some of the challenges besetting the DMV and part of the reasons for its continued performance was the issue of relevant competencies and qualifications. And the committee wanted to know whether there is any progress in this regard. The response was that all employees have the relevant qualifications and the problem relates more to the organizational culture and the spirit of teamwork that are missing. The accounting officer felt that the appointment of a new DG for five years can build appropriate organizational color, culture and spirit. Therefore, the inadequate legislative, regulatory and policy errors were noted as long outstanding risks and the committee wanted to know what is being done to expedite this process. Five, it was once again pointed out that certain officials in the department respond to queries by military veterans to referring them to the relevant official in writing. Besides this taking time and exacerbating the circumstances of the relevant military veteran, it speaks of an indifference as the official should direct the inquiry to his counterpart in the department directly. Six, the committee observed that it should be clarified why certain targets have been decreased and others should be set higher, such as the target for an unqualified audit opinion, which should be amended to a clean audit opinion. This against the background that even when sufficient funds were allocated the department, it still underperformed and failed to meet all its targets. And seven, it was pointed out that DMV might have various excellent policies, but if these are not funded by national treasury, it will lead to underperformance and a concomitant frustration for military veterans. And eight, members inquired whether DV is taking advice from both former non-statutory and statutory forces on the acknowledgement of previous services, for instance, with the awarding of medals. Nine, the department was requested to outline the timeframes for filling of vacancies, and it responded with details of the post of the DG, which they said there has been to cabinet, it came back to them, they made corrections, so they hope that within a month or so, the, the permanent DG will be appointed. The two vacant uh, deputy director general posts, as well as the other vacancies. This against the background of the high unemployment rate in the country, as well as the challenges um, by the COVID-19 pandemic. And in the last one day, the committee observed that the department often refers to the strengthening of relationships with sister departments, but have never provided specific information on how this will be achieved. Uh, and then the relevant recommendations to that is the first one there. The committee agreed that since it did not receive any official report under presidential task team, the DMV should, at its next engagement with the committee, provide a detailed report on its interaction with the task team and what is exactly expected from the DMV. And then two, the DMV should provide the committee with a report on all provincial offices, including its location, functionality, the staff, and their qualification levels by the end of June 21. In addition, 
the committee requires an indication of the time run for finalizing all provincial officers. We became aware that there's no officers, physical officers in KZN, Gauteng, as well as in Limpopo. So this is a really important issue for access of military veterans uh, to the DMV. Then three, the committee agreed that the DMV should address the organizational culture and the lack of a spirit of teamwork. And going forward, should on a regular basis provide progress in this regard, especially if the new DG is being appointed. And then four, it is recommended that the DMV should address the inadequate legislative and policy risk as a matter of urgency, as it is central to addressing various other challenges to effectively deliver benefits to military veterans and their dependents. And then five, the committee recommends that departments should provide it with the names, title, and contact details of all senior officials in order to allow members to direct their queries from military veterans to the relevant section branch speedily. It was also recommended that the DMV should provide the committee with a report on how the targets were determined, the specific reasons for the adjustments, and specifically whether these were adjusted in line with the allocated budget for 2021 financial year by the end of June 2021. And in seven, the department was encouraged to state upfront whether the various policies are appropriately funded by national treaty, otherwise it will defeat the purpose if these are not funded or are being underfunded. And next, the department should in writing provide the committee with time frame for filling all vacancies, as well as whether it intends to acknowledge previous service from both former non-statutory forces and statutory force members. And lastly, the committee recommends that the department should provide it with specific information on how it plans to strengthen the relationship with sister departments, given that this issue has been consistently raised since the advent of the sixth parliament. Thank you, Chair, for my input. Uh, just... Okay, uh, comments. Uh, let me start. Um, let's go to the observations. Uh, observations, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you see, find a way of uh, crafting uh, observation one. Um, you know, you know the second sentence. Um, it, it inquired whether the intervention was due to a carryover of no second no no above um, carryover of incompetence, as it is clear that the activities of the PPT replicate the work of the DMV. Um, I, we don't have the, the, the information as yet until the PTT uh, appears before us. Um, and two, even if it was so, um, it's, 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 it's driven from the presidency. Uh, it would be very limiting um, for, <laughs> for me to say that. Find a, a, a better formulation. Uh, do, uh, do you get the point there, Peter? Yes, yes, Jay. Uh, I've got it. Uh, you got it, eh? Yes, now I'll, I'll, I'll improve on that, Jay. Please do. All right. Again, then the second point. Chairperson, um, Peter can always use that, you know, things like there's a perception that this is the case. 
Well, let's not even go there. Find a better formulated <laughs> judgment. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will find a. Yes. So, but we, we know what uh, I, I, we, I, I, we all know what we want to say, what, yes. uh, what we see uh, uh, happening. And then uh, on the uh, qualifications, uh, you see, we, we say, we, we said they have the relevant, I mean, that's what they tell us, relevant competences and their qualifications. You see, by law, all departments are, uh, all departments are expected to uh, verify uh, uh, qualifications uh, with uh, SAQA, the South African Qualification Authority, within two or three months oh. of uh, appointing, um, you know, uh, of appointment. Now, <laughs> It's one thing to say, I'm not too sure to what extent they must do that by law. And uh, must we not ask for evidence that all uh, SMS, uh, uh, you know, were had their qualifications uh, verified by uh, SACWA? Or we ask for a report on uh, uh, the... The, the extent to which they were verified. I don't know how we put it. Um, maybe whether all the uh, uh, SMS uh, qualifications of uh, SMS members were in fact uh, ver verified uh, with uh, SACWA, something along those lines. Uh, Chief, if, if I may, it come in, Chief. Uh, remember the whole issue around the skills audit, um, yeah. the process that they went in. And that is uh, because some people believe, you know, that there are enough, co enough competencies within the department. You know, people are there, they have the qualifications, but maybe they don't have the necessary competencies or the experience. So I think maybe we should frame it around that chair and not necessarily... That gap of experience and competencies has been addressed. Because remember, Chair, they were saying they were going to send people for training and reskilling and things like that. Yeah, but this one is specific whether they've done so, whether mm. whether they, that has been uh, verified, whether the qualifications have been verified. I understand when it comes to competencies, uh, skills, and so on. But qualifications, uh, you when you claim a qualification, it's the the department must verify. The, those qualifications with the relevant qualifi uh, 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 qualification authority. Okay, got it, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Um, I, I want us to monitor that so that we don't take uh, the claims, but we uh, ask them to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Tell us, you know, indicate whether that that has been verified. Then we go to the second, uh, go to recommendations. Uh, recommendations one, the top one. Um, the committee created since the resolution should that is provided to the Okay, that's fine. 
All right. So, so I, I am happy. Colleagues, uh, are there any hands? It doesn't look like there is any hand. Uh, oh, Maliake. Okay, I'm going to start. Yes, I do see you, sir. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chairperson, uh, uh, I think the presentation, uh, well, um, is uh, reflecting uh, what, I mean, uh, we requested to be in a report, I mean, yesterday. But uh, I think one must appreciate, I mean, uh, the way they've tried, I mean, uh, to put all our contribution. But uh, Chairperson, I don't know whether it will be much when it comes to the, I mean, the issue of uh, location of um, provincial offices. Because now it says there they must give us, I mean, the location, uh, sort of like where to find them. But there is nothing that says of like, I mean, the physical address. Because if you say in East London, it's just, I mean, uh, East London. But if you want to refer a person, say you go, I mean, uh, the offices are on street number so and so. I don't know, Chairperson, whether it would be too much if, I mean, we include that, that they must also, I mean, when they give us, I mean, uh, the information, with regard to those offices, they also provide the fiscal address so that it will be easy to refer all the military veterans. I'm just checking, uh, Chairperson, if that can help. Yes, uh, let me just check with uh, uh, Peter. Peter uh, said they've uh, finished us with this information, have they? Yes, Chair. Uh, does it have physical addresses and all? Yes, Chair. Okay. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, this is the information. Uh, uh, let me just look at it. Uh, just go right, go down. Uh, where are you now? I thought you were giving us the information. Oh, you want the information, Chair? Okay, let me just stop the, the chair. Um, so that we, we check if we still need more information from them. Can you see it, Chair? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Just stay there, stay there, stay there. Uh, this is the information, uh, Shalembe. Uh, do you still need more? Uh, I think I, I think uh, chapter six, that, that that is I mean uh, enough. I, I think we now have the information. All right. Okay. Let's go back to the resolution to the recommendation. All right, Shelembe, what, what, uh, just look at the recommendation and then tell me if we still need to brush it up a bit. It, it's, it's location, and let's leave it at that. Leave it broad uh, for now because we already, we already have the information. Okay, okay, Shelembe, are you still with me? Yeah, no, I'm fine now. I'm fine. I'm fine. You are fine because we now have yeah, the yeah. Okay, fine. All right. Any other thing, Chalembe? I'm sorry that I've interrupted you. Yeah. That person, I don't know whether it is uh, early because what I'm seeing here uh, on our recommendation is that there, there are no time frames. I don't know how we're going to do it because, say, these vacancies must be filled as a matter of urgency. They must come and tell us. But uh, it's something that we say uh, as a matter of agency, I'm worried about the time frames, whether this cannot, I mean, uh, be, I mean, uh, emphasized here. 
there's nothing, I mean, that's all vacancies, you know, must be filled as the matter of agency. What is the matter of agency? I mean, there are no clear, I mean, time frames. I don't know how we're going to deal with that. Say maybe after 10 months. Now, how are you going to argue if, I mean, they, those vacancies have not been uh, uh, filled up? No, I think what we're what we asking, what we're saying here, uh, we are, in fact, uh, asking them to furnish us with the time frames for filling uh, uh, these vacancies. And uh, we'll then, if we think the time frame is not reasonable, we'll take it up with them there and then when they produce the information. And then I'm covered, Chairperson. Then I'm yeah. covered. Yeah, because it will be difficult for us to give them the time frame. Uh, you know, imagine when they started talking about the filling of the DG post since we since 2019. But you see, you see, Chairperson, if you look at the issue of filling the vacancies of the DG, you know, it's more than three years now or four years. Exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you're happy with it, with with, with us living this. We'll look at the timeframes that they produce in terms of its reasonableness. Right. Oh, sure. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, any other uh, comment? And uh, Shelembe moves. Any seconder? I second, Chair. Ms. Becker seconds. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I think uh, once again, we thank you for the for 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 this work, uh, quality stuff. Um, Let's go to the minutes. Uh, Peter, uh, please, uh, when you finalize the agenda for the Joint Standing Committee tomorrow, please add uh, a letter from Mare. What, what was it on, by the way? It was on the... Okay, we'll talk about it. Please remind me about his letter. Uh, that must be on the agenda. Was that the letter on the on the proposed visits or oversight visits or study tours? No, no, no. The, the one that relates to S, uh, South African Air Force. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the um, that that yeah. internal letter that came out uh, exactly. um, about the NEL. And, yeah. and and the request that you're making. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Sure. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, I thought that it was decided that, that those will be discussed in the closed session. Remember, there were three issues that we said we would like to discuss with the minister in a closed session. And that is was one of the issues uh, with regards to the NEL and their support. You are correct. You are correct. Okay. No, it's fine. Um, we'll leave it uh, uh, to, for, for, for that uh, engagement. All right, thanks. Uh, Thank minutes, uh, 5 May 2021. Uh, we're dealing with the DOD annual plan. Oh, it's just a recent one. Okay, just go down. Uh, this is the attendance register. Uh, complete, complete. Yeah, then uh, these are the remarks by the minister. On page two, we're just for correction. 
for correction. Uh, page, uh, page now is page four for correction, page five, uh, page six, uh, page seven. Uh, is is planning the meeting? All right. Yes, sir. Oh, you're in the meeting. You, yes, you, that's you know the, the comments we made in relation to when we were dealing with the observations and uh, and this thing. That's correct, sir. I think they become relevant to this um, minutes as well. Not so. In in as far as the budgets, uh, chair. Yeah, in as far as the budget, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, you see what you need to pick up. Uh, and and add to to these minutes. So we'll adopt these minutes uh, subject to to that. Eh? All right. Sir. Okay. So we we'll uh, need to synchronize with the report. Has to synchronize. That's a word because we'll use these minutes to do a follow up. All right. Sir. Yes, we do use the 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 what you call the 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 report, but in the main we we use the minutes. All right. Sir. Okay. All right, uh, colleagues, uh, any mover? There being no correction to be effected. Motisa moves. I will take it. I will take it. Thank you very much. Hey, I should Motisa. What's it? Oh, oh, God, I'm and then 4th May, uh, 2021, um, okay, we're dealing with the, say, all right, uh, adoption of our second term, uh, our annual report, our strength plan, and the analysis of the budget. Okay, first page, attendance. Any correction? Second page. Third page. Fourth page. Okay, thank you. All right. So, colleagues, uh, there being no correction, any mover? Uh, um, uh, Mr. Mario moves the Hwasa seconds. Thank you very much. The third set, uh, Brian. So you are muted. Uh, first page. Right, done. Yeah, in the meantime, can you write my surname properly, Brian? Yeah, uh, can you can you look at it? All right, all right. Uh, can you look how it's written? All right. 
continue okay right uh, <laughs> any mover mafanya moves Subject, subject to the Sunday. Uh, oh, please. <laughs> written, eh? Thanks. Uh, any second there? Eh? I second, Chair. Uh, Mr. Speaker, seconds. Thank you very much, colleagues. Uh, let's go to the third set, to the fourth set. Um, all right, uh, that's the first page. Okay, go down. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're going far back in history now, back to. Yeah, you see, I can see that. Uh, go down. This, this minute is from the previous um, financial year, so um, is this still outstanding, really? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, Brian must then tell us how many minutes are still outstanding uh, from uh, here. Chair, this is uh, the last one. Oh, this, oh uh, maybe. We, we, maybe we only yeah. had two that were now outstanding that we've done now. All right. Okay. Um, colleagues, any mover? I so move. Uh, Mr. Murray moves, seconded. Modisa second. Modisa seconds. Thank you very much. Any other? No, Chair, we, we are done. Are we at the end of the agenda? That is correct, Chair. Oh, okay. Colleagues, uh, thank you very much uh, for your time. And um, uh, we're able to finish uh, much earlier uh, today. Um, it's thanks to 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 the support team uh, for putting a, a, you know quality work on on the table. With those, uh, thank you very much, colleagues. I just wanted to 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 uh, support you in that. Um, I mean, our staff is outstanding, and I, I think we are as a committee. We are probably in a very, very privileged position that we've got quality people that work with us uh, and that makes it so much yeah. easier to go through this. Um, really, this is, a, this is really a, a, a very, it's very special to me. Um, and, I, and I mean, I appreciate that very, very much. Thank you very much. I, I associate myself with that. I'm sure the committee as well. Colleagues, thank you very much. Uh, the meeting starts at chair. Thank you very much, Tabo, once again, for holding the fort. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. You're welcome, Chair. Thank you and uh, good night. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Uh, Tabo.